I'm Deidre. And I'm Jelsey. And we're giving you a million murders. Your voice said, not not yet. Sorry. <clears throat> Your voice is still cold. It's I'm not warmed up yet. Yeah, my voice is a little. It's all right. This is our second anniversary. Yes. It has been two years. Two years. To the day, once you all hear it, mm-hmm. um, that we started A Million Murders. And we have some news. You all will hear it on the day of because that is going to be on a Friday. So we are going to start publishing our episodes on Fridays. Friday. Yeah, we think it's going to be a little bit easier (laughs) for us to. It gives us a little more time because we record on Saturdays. And we have full time jobs. So we're just trying to find a good, you know. Yeah, just a good time to give us more time to actually get these ready for you all. So then maybe, I'm not promising anything, but maybe it won't be like, oh, you'll get it tomorrow. Like, you know, like Friday should give us some more time. Yeah. But, you know, if it doesn't, just be gracious sorry. with us. And we're sorry. But yeah, it's our two-year anniversary. Dose. All right. So, Chelsea. Yeah. What you I'm got gonna... for us? I'm going to start it off. Okay? I was right, Anniversario. Hey. Okay, sorry. (laughs) So, today I'm going to do North Dakota ghost stories. Oh, okay. I was trying to find some haunting places. Uh Uh-huh. But I found this article, and there's like... I don't know how many there is, but it's like people like sharing their ghost stories like... If they're different Ooh, places. Yeah. I was like, because we love a good. We love a good ghost tale. Mm-hmm. We love a good story from someone about the ghost. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to jump on in. All right. Shauna Carnes ghost story. Okay. I am the administrative assistant in the office at the James Memorial Art Center in Williston. I have heard things while here working and usually just chalk it up as the old building settling. The James was built in 1911. So she just thought, you know. Yeah, it's, like so it's an old, old place. You know? mm-hmm. Well, on July 4th. That's today. The office was closed, so I thought I would come in during the day to get some cleaning done. While upstairs mopping the gallery, I heard a large banging noise. I stopped and listened for a minute and figured it was just someone working on the church next door. Mm-hmm. They were, rem- they were remodeling, so I thought maybe it was them. I heard it again and decided to look out the window to make sure it was the construction crew next door at the church. When I looked out, there wasn't anyone at the church. The doors were closed. I heard it again. Oh, no. And said out loud, oh, yeah, it's the 4th of July. It's probably just fireworks. <laughs> then I heard what sounded like a child or small adult run across center stage downstairs no. I put the mop away and left. Smart girl. 
Yeah, no. Sometimes people would just be like investigating, like, Mm-mm-mm-mm. no, no, <laughs> Tom. Also, anytime I walk up the staircase by the kitchen, it always feels like someone's watching me. But when I turn around, you know, no one's there. Mm-mm. After many other people experienced stories like mine, we invited the paranormal investigators of North Dakota to come and have a look. They picked up multiple sounds, the same footsteps and small voices I heard, and they also brought out this camera that's designed to track the movement of something in the room. It's basically the same technology that a video game would use when it's tracking your movements when you play the remote. Mm. Mm-hmm. One of the investigators stood in front of the camera and a little stick figure popped over her on the image. It was the video game picking up her presence based on her movements. So it was just her there alone in the room for a while. Mm-hmm. Well, suddenly, another stick figure showed up on the screen to the right of her, a smaller one the size of a child. What? Girl. Mm-mm-mm. Mouth flicks. She stuck out her hand to see if whatever the camera was picking up would react to it. To our bewilderment. Such a big word for me. <laughs> Bewilderment, yeah. The tiny stick figure lifted its hand as well and touched hers. Just a little kid wanting to hold their mother's hand. Oh. When the investigators first came into the James Memorial Art Center Museum, the first thing one of them said was, I can't feel how loved this place is, and that's so true. This place still exists and thrives because of the volunteers who love it, both past and present. We like to think that whatever these odd happenings are, they come from a place of love for the James. Hmm. So it wasn't nothing like, you know. Sinister mm-hmm. or anything, but just some people hanging yeah. out. That was a cute little story, though, like the little girl and stuff. Yeah. So the next one, mm-hmm. Eric Bittner's ghost story. Okay. There are loads of stories of downtown Monot being haunted. I had to say that why not, Monot? Yeah, why not, why not? Probably because when this town was young, it was known as Little Chicago. Uh oh. Because of the crime. I was like, I don't know if that's a good or bad Drugs, that's a bad thing. Drugs, gangs, and violence led to a lot of people just disappearing without a trace. That's sad. Mm. I had my own creepy experiences around town as I toured buildings for the urban winery location. I wasn't surprised they drifted into my business as well. That's funny. Never mind. That's not funny. Winery drifted. But it's trash. That's why I was like, no. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. I started remodeling right away, so obviously there were a lot of late nights when I was there all by myself. Mm Mm-mm. It was small things at first, like suddenly feeling overwhelmed by the feeling of being watched. I hate that feeling. Mm-hmm. mm Or doors opening and closing of their own accord, but nothing too bad. That's bad enough for me. Yeah, no. <clears throat> but, mm Trying to be a responsible business owner, I eventually put up security cameras that would send me phone alerts when they detected movement. That's when the things 
That's when things started getting a little eerie. Sometimes I would get text alerts of movement when nothing was in the picture. No. Probably a glitch, right? Mm-mm. But then the chairs started moving. From one text alert to another, they would get pushed in or pulled out when the place was completely empty. No, 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 no. Then these glowing orbs... Then these glowing orbs started setting off the cameras, and that was enough for me to call some paranormal investigators to check out this place. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. They scrounged the place using cameras and EVP recorders. They captured the orbs that continually set off my cameras. But when they investigated the basement, they picked up a man's deep voice no saying <laughs> hello <laughs> no no <laughs> i like i made my voice go low if you hello. hello and in a small room that allegedly used to lead that used to lead to a tunnel they picked up a woman's terrifying scream that was about enough for me no. Me too. What done Me happen too. down there? I don't know every detail of the history of this place, but I'm sure like all of downtown Minot, those that were never seen again back in the little Chicago days are making themselves heard once again. It sounds like it. Ooh. Little Chicago. Minot. That's so sad. Why not, why not? Because why? it's haunted. Go turn around, don't drown. <laughs> but yeah, that was creepy. That was creepy. The next one. Mm. All right, the next one is Kim Schmidt's ghost story. Okay, Kim. Bring it home, girl. I don't know why I said that because she ain't the last one. <laughs> Anyways, growing up in the small community of Harvey, news travels fast on just about any topic, and the news of the creepy happenings of our town's library always seemed to be circling. It all started with the lights flickering or keys disappearing, but that never sounded like something that would prove that a place is actually haunted, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I heard more about these instances from librarian Marlene Ripplinger that made me think twice. She would talk about the times that books would fall from the shelves when no one was near them or of books that were stacked on the counter suddenly finding their way back to the bookcases when no one no one on their small staff claimed to have touched them. No. The creepiest one for me was when the librarian was unlocking the library in the early morning and found all of the computers had somehow turned on. Appearing on their screens was a single large S in a font they didn't have installed. What? No. She said she knew exactly who was responsible. I almost said Satan. I was like, Satan. <laughs> the devil. The devil. <laughs> But she said, 
She knows exactly <laughs> who's responsible. Sophie. Sophie? We about to see who Sophie is. Okay. Okay. So, I may not pronounce her middle name right, but I'm just going to shoot it. Yeah. I'm just going to shoot for the stars. <laughs> Sophie Eberlein Bentz was a resident of Harvey who had been murdered and burned. Oof. Wait. Oh, my God. Trigger warning. Okay. Sophie Eberlein Bentz was a resident of Harvey who had been murdered and burned by her second husband back in 1931. Oh. The house sat where the library does now, but was never destroyed. So they just built it. It was just moved into a different spot a few blocks from Main Street. They never tore down that house. No, they, they just, just moved, moved it. it. They just moved the house somewhere else. Mm-mm. <clears throat> yeah. Well, apparently, several people have tried living there, but never could for long, saying something just wasn't right about the house. Mm-hmm. Cause it ain't. Ain't nothing. Mm-mm. Ain't nothing. As for the library. Marlene says Sophie is a fairly well-behaved ghost, but has a tendency to but has a tendency to act out when people ask about her. Mm. Marlene has only one request: <laughs> please don't bring up Sophie in the month of October. She doesn't want to upset her on the anniversary of her death, October second. Oh, that's sad. That is sad. Sophie's like, oh, y'all want to talk about me? Well, I'll show up and show out. Mm-hmm. So the next uh, story is Wendy Kimball's ghost story. Okay, Wendy. I have a long past with the Taub Museum of Art, volunteering, teaching classes, and for a few years, I was the gallery manager. Okay. Go ahead, Wendy. Several times while working there, Myself and others have heard footsteps coming from the back kitchen across the original marble floors of the main gallery toward the front of the office. Hmm. Oh, offices. Hmm. Sounds of things dropping or shifting can be heard from the gift stop and shadows and the feeling of being watched from the upper level where the permanent collection is stored. Children often look up to the permanent collection area and ask cautiously, what is up there? I had a recent visit while picking up art supplies with my two-year-old granddaughter. As we walked up the last two steps to the main gallery, she froze in her tracks and looked up the permanent collection room, pointing there and stared. Nana, we not go up there. I reassured her we weren't going up there, and she was okay to continue into the main gallery. Ooh. She said, mm-mm. Two years old, listen. <laughs> we, she, <laughs> trying to say it as as well as she, we. We not go up not there. Not go up there. She's like, listen. <laughs> Just go ahead and say it real quick. Oh, my. Mm-mm. I was teaching a class one afternoon, and two of the girls' parents were running late, and the rest of the gallery was closed, so it was just us there. It was just us three there. 
I was standing facing the door with my head turned to the right, visiting the girls. I noticed someone coming down the stairs, so I let the girls know someone was there to pick them up. As I stepped closer to the door to greet them, he moved down the last couple steps and instead of coming into the classroom, quickly turned, turned right away from the classroom and into the lower gallery area. I headed out the door asking if I could help him with something and to tell him that the gallery was closed at this time. He again went around to the next right, which is a wall that separates the lower gallery, to cut him off to let him know that he would need to leave. I approached the side that was opposite from the side of the wall. Mm-hmm. And needless to say, no one was there. Mm-mm. My first thought was that this man must be up to no good, you know, and must have rushed off to the hands-on gallery. I checked. No one was there. Just my two young students and I were there and left wondering who and why this strange man wearing a trench coat. See, they always be Mm-mm. wearing a trench coat. Mm-mm. And fedora hat was visiting the gallery that day. Why? Do you have to wear a trench coat? That just makes it creepier. It does. And a and a fedora hat. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. That's just icing on the trench coat. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. So yeah, that was creepy. Yeah. Uh, this next story is Dan Sheckley's ghost story okay so sorry i don't know what my voice was doing (laughs) the history of people who spent time at fort lincoln is so deep that there isn't one specific story that can tie back to the strange and eerie happenings here Ooh, okay Many people passed away under completely normal circumstances like diseases, you know, or old age. Mm-hmm. But that hasn't led to any shortage of ghost stories. Okay. They just like, you know what? I've always dreamed of haunting somebody because I've done that. I'm like, you know what? If I could haunt people, I would. Just not not to be mean, like just to because it's funny. Like I just love scaring just people wanna, in general. Yes, if no. you know oh. me, anyone that knows me outside this podcast, know I love to scare people. She does, y'all. It's, I just get a thrill. Oh, it's just the greatest. Anyway, if you pass away first, you better not haunt me. You better leave me alone. I'll see you on the other side. I'll see you soon enough. At that oh, point, I probably. Please don't. So. For me, the first was actually during the haunted fort that it happened. The sun was setting and the shadows of trees and people were starting to get really long. I drove back to the infantry post to make sure no one was wandering around or parked there. Not a person or car in sight. That was until I looked over my shoulder. Mm -mm. I was like watching... It was like watching one of those old time photos come to life. What? A man... Dressed in a full blue uniform, the exact same the infantrymen used to wear around here in the 1880s, was walking straight for me. 
He had a rifle in his hand and looked straight ahead at me with each step. No. No. I'm not sure if I was more thrown off by the convincing historical look of him, like no one from this time, (laughs) or how he seemed to have come out of thin air from the infantry house. I was completely alone just two seconds ago. Yeah. I had to look forward to realign myself on the road, and when I looked back, he was gone. Mm -mm. We were in a wide open space, so where could he have gone to in the time it takes to turn my head? I left it, It left me feeling crazy. Luckily, I had a witness for the next time. There was another time. With this, okay. It was after a couple's dinner party that we hosted in the Custer house. It's the place considered to be the most haunted around here. We had just said goodbye to all the visitors, and one of the other park rangers and I were just standing around. I don't know why I got so high on that. (laughs) Standing around. There's a piano in the corner with a photo propped up on top of it, right in the middle. It's a picture of Lieutenant Tom Custer, brother of George Custer. Mm -hmm. He lived in that old house as well. It happened... So these are like the Custer's last stand people. Like this is like, these are historical people. In, yeah. It's in making our... me want some egg custard pie. I can't. If you've never had egg custard pie, oh Maggie. I have second. not. You've never had mama's homemade? You've had her homemade pudding though, banana pudding. Oh my. Maybe? I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's maybe same. I have. It's the same. Girl. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I happened to be looking right at the photo when it suddenly flew off the side of the piano and hit the floor. Nope. Mm-mm-mm. Nope. Nope. That thing was nowhere. <laughs> nowhere near the edge of the piano. Okay? It was in the middle. Right. Now, windows were open to blame a rogue wind gust. Mm-hmm. It's impossible it could have fallen so aggressively of its own accord. Yes. We both just looked at each other and asked, did that really just happen? No matter how many weird sounds are heard or dark figures are seen in windows, I'm still not one to believe in ghosts. Uh-oh. But I have to admit... There are a lot of things that happen around here you can't explain. Yeah, I'd say so. Mm-hmm. Just flew off the piano. Why Why do they always want to break things? Are they angry? I don't or is know. that just the only way they can I think feel of it? alive, I guess? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, is that the only way they can, like, connect? Like, can go. Ghost, when he has connect. to kick that can? <laughs> like, Come what's happening? <laughs> oh. So, the next and final is Scooter Pursley's ghost story. Scooter. Okay. It was a cold, starry, and moonless night. Oh. Back in 1989. Anyway. I was on Highway 2, coming out of rugby, at the end of a long week of... 15 hour days at the Mano Minot Minot Daily News. So all these people are in like the same area. Yeah. Okay. 
I was coming home after covering the end of a basketball tournament. I was tired and in a hurry to get back to Minot to write the story. Afternoon papers permitted all night writing if you wanted to. I didn't want to, so I sped up. Hmm. Within a mile or so of leaving rugby, I saw flashing lights way behind me. Playing it safe, I slowed down and hoped it was not after me. Right. After another mile or so, I checked the mirror and there were no more lights of any kind behind me. Good to go, I thought, and sped up again. Mm-hmm. Moments later, I looked back in the mirror and right behind me was lights flashing in all their glory and it was the cop how question mark oh why did i say question mark? <laughs> <laughs> well he was saying like <laughs> okay where had he come from i pulled over and he followed and i got my license and registration out to present to the officer when he got to the door with those in hand i waited for the cop that never came from the car that was no longer there, Mm-mm. the lights that had pulled over after me were gone. I sped up for a third time and hurried through Towner, Grainville, and Surrey. If I were going to be stopped again, it would be in Monot. That was my run-in with the ghost cop of rugby. Later on, I found out there was a police officer that was killed in rugby back in the 1960s. Who knows? It could have been him. Mm. I would rather a ghost cop pull me over <laughs> than a real cop. <laughs> no tickets. No tickets. They ain't real. I can't, you know. They are real. No, the tickets. Oh, the tickets. I thought you were talking about the problem. Like, they were real. I ain't got to go to the court office and pay and all that. And yeah, all that no stuff. court. No citations, no fines, no points off the None. driver's license. But yeah, that is my North ba- Dakota ghost story. Yeah, basically like a haunted Minot. Haunted Minot, like. yeah. That's what it sounds like. I want to visit Minot now. Yeah, it's sounding a little spooky ooky. Spooky, spooky, spooky. Okay, so yeah. All right. Well, those were good. Thanks. I liked them very much. Thanks. You're welcome. Well, we'll wrap this up. All right. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, stories. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, stories, you can email us at murders at gmail.com. And you can go to our Instagram at murders to look at the people, places, things. Check out you know, what we may have for the stories and you can go to our Facebook group, A Million Murders and like our page and our group and we will update you there if there's anything you need to know. Well, thanks for tuning in. And we hope you come back for A A Million million More. More. Bye. Bye!